1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per
2: line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: Not clicking right now. Are you concerned or will the Heat get this thing figured out?
2: How about both? I do think they'll get it figured out, but I'm concerned. And, and it's hard to not be concerned with this kind of losing streak. I know it's dog days. It gets hard this time of year with the travel. This is a team that generally doesn't treat the regular season with the same level. I'm trying to find the right word with the same level of urgency that they treat the playoffs. And so some of that is creeping in here. I also think they're discovering some mixes aren't working defensively. Listen, I look at the offense and I know there's a struggle going on on the offensive end right now. That doesn't bother me as much because I do think as you get. We get closer to playoff-style basketball, the heat adjust on that end of the floor. The defense has been so bad, and that's the hard thing for me to fathom right now because I do think that this is a team that, that when we talk about teams' identity and teams' culture, this group has been a group that's supposed to be very tough on that end of the floor. Bam Adebayo considers himself one of the best defensive players in the year. I voted for him for Defensive Player of the Year last year. I'm not going for him as of right now for this year. Because they just, bam as well, no one looks really good on that end of the floor. Yeah. And that, to me, is where I have my concerns.
0: Let me ask you about Terry Rozier. Did you like that pickup?
2: Yeah, I loved it. And I think it'll pay dividends later in the season. Larry had been so bad in the period before that. And the, other, the thing is this, Rozier's generally been a very reliable player in terms of being healthy. He, he can guard six foot, he can guard six nine. Like, he's really strong, so you can really play a little smaller if you want with him at times because he plays bigger in the backcourt. He's not afraid of big shots. And listen, when it comes to playing the Boston Celtics, he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, his last season there, he was relegated to the bench for Kyrie Irving after being the starting point guard on a team that went to to the Eastern Conference Finals. So he's got a little chip on his shoulder. So I like to pick up on multiple levels. It was the right move to make. And I think once we see the heat kind of right the ship on the defensive end of the floor, we will see something a little better here.
0: We uh, we go through this thing. Everybody wants to see playoff Jimmy in the regular season, to your point that you made about Jimmy. And it just doesn't seem as, as important to him and his numbers and the amount of shots he takes. And he's the ultimate team guy, but maybe too much. How do you, how does Spo get Jimmy Butler to to be a little bit more playoff Jimmy looking in uh, in the second half of the regular season?
2: I don't know that he can. I mean, Jimmy is Jimmy, and the thing about Jimmy that we forget is because he looks superhuman sometimes in the playoffs. Like he's not young, Joe. You know what I mean? Like you know the dude's thirty four years old, and he's thirty four years old with a lot of mileage. It's been hard labor for Jimmy yeah. over the years with the load that he's carried. So I think for Jimmy right now, he's going to kind of have this attitude about the regular season where he's going to sit some games, there's going to be some coasting during games. And that's kind of where I, I go back to Bam out of Bayou here. You know what? He's, he's, he is averaging 20 points a game and 10 rebounds, which is great, but it's got to be on the other end of the floor. Um, listen, all the elements are here for this team to do what they did last year. Can they do it again? That's an entirely different story. But you're going to have Hero back, assuming Hero's healthy there. Rozier's an upgrade over Larry uh is an upgrade over max strews like you're just you're better with that now granted you don't have gabe vincent was a vital part of what you did last year but you can mix and match with that josh richardson a bad facsimile like everything is there for them to do this and suppose the right guy to turn this thing around but i do think one of the things i think becomes a little dangerous here is during a seven-game losing streak where you've now slid into the play-in tournament. Well, hey, we went to a final last year through the play-in. That's hard. They did it last year. They got it done. Listen, they were down 10 with three minutes to go in the second play-in game against Atlanta. Right. I mean, they were they had they were on the ropes really early, which shows you how hard it is to do what they did last year. I just you wouldn't want that mentality to sink in that somehow we did it last year, we'll do it again this year. You still want to be out of that playing tournament and be in a better situation going into the playoffs where you don't have to play for your life from game one.
0: Kelsey, the uh, trade deadline's right around the corner here. Do you, you expect the Heat? If if I was to tell you, hey, I think they're going to make a trade, would that surprise you?
2: No. I, I Listen, I, I think they still want to do something to improve this team. Um, I think, listen, if they got the right offer in some kind of Tyler Hero package, I think it's something they would jump on. Now, what's the right offer? Who would that be? That's a different ballgame. And I don't know if that player necessarily exists. I mean, it's possible. Listen, if Jeremy Grant was available to them and they could do something that Portland has already expressed that they're not interested in Tyler Hero during the Damian Lillard uh, negotiations, but – if that's the kind of player that can help, but again, I, you know, would I be surprised if they do something? No, I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't do something. Because I think if I'm the Heat right now, especially with the way they've played, you can't be looking for the Cavalry to come. You have to kind of convince these guys the solution is right there in this locker room. So, again, would I be surprised? I'm never surprised because yeah. they're always out there trying to improve the team. But I do think that it wouldn't surprise me either for the battle in the playoffs with this group they've put together.
0: Did that, that surprise you, Doc Rivers, leaving ESPN to come be the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks at all?
2: Not really, I, and and I say, and I don't, and I like Doc a lot. Don't get me wrong. And I was having a blast listening to him every other week with Bill Simmons because Doc's really good on the media side of things. But when you take a ten thousand foot view here, Joe, and realize who Doc Rivers is as a competitor, he didn't believe he should have been fired from the Sixers. James Harden played a role in him being fired from the Sixers. And then James Harden has to be traded. So now you have James Harden with the Clippers, who's playing great, playing the way Doc wanted him to play in the second half of the year in the playoffs that he wouldn't play. He's doing that for the Clippers right now. And then you look at what's happened to the Sixers, and now everybody, at least up to last night, was gushing about the wonderful job Nick Nurse was doing. Here's Doc. The Bucks' job was certainly in play, as we saw. It's Milwaukee. He went to Marquette he can go now and kind of scratch that competitive itch and have something to prove. So when you look at it from that viewpoint, now I'm not surprised at all that he would do that. Doc still loves the coach. He understands there's a limited window and media is always going to be there for him. Hey,
0: Yelts, um, I'm a huge, I grew up in the Bay Area and a Golden State fan. They're going to break that up. They're, they got to make some moves, don't they?
2: That yeah, thing? they do. And, and it's going to be hard. It was going to be hard in the first place. And then when you look at what happened a week and a half ago with the assistant coach, Mil- uh Milojevic, when you look at, at what happened there, um, it, it's it becomes harder. But I think you have to make some tough decisions there. There's some tough financial decisions. I mean, they're on the hook for so much luxury tax money. As of right now, they're not going to be in the playoffs. you got to pay that kind of luxury tax money, and you don't get any home playoff revenue, Joe. That's hard. Yeah. And I don't care how mm-hmm. much money Joe Lacob has. That's not something that he's going to want to have sustained for the long term. The question becomes for them is, do you trade picks and or young guys to get off some bad contracts? Like, listen, they're trying, you know, Wiggins is being shopped everywhere, but no one wants four years and $107 million of a guy no. that doesn't look like he's interested in playing NBA basketball. So that's a problem. Um, what do you do with Clay Thompson? If you're not going to extend them and you're not going to the playoffs, you probably have to deal them. That's really hard. And listen, does Draymond have a market? I'm not sure Draymond has a market. I think Clay Thompson would have a market, but it's going to be at cents on the dollar of what you would figure Clay Thompson would go for. Um, but I think they kind of have to start to change this mix-up and move on. It looks like it's all over. The other thing is, how does Steph Curry factor into this? And if he wants to finish his career in Golden State, he's earned that right. Uh, so, you know, what do you do? Do you, you kind of rebuild this around him? Or does he decide maybe, you know what, I want to go win more and we're not going to win here? It, there's so many hard conversations to have, but I'll tell you this, show. Bob Myers got out of there right in time. Boy, he left right before this whole thing was about to implode, man. He got out of there, so he doesn't have to make any of these bad decisions. He rode off into the sunset, so he doesn't have to think about breaking up Steph Clay and Draymond.
0: He's not bad either, by the way, on uh, TV. I got to tell you, he he's a oh, character. He's very good. Yeah. No, he's yeah, got he's good very stuff. Good.
2: a lot of personality. He's yeah, great. No question.
0: Kelsey, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on this morning to talk. We're We're just wondering if we should push the panic button or not yet here for the Miami Heat. So, thank you.
2: We never push the panic button in January, and it's still January on the calendar, Joe. You got it. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye bye.
0: Brian Geltziler, Sirius XM NBA. Radio. We'll uh, take a, a quick break. What do you have for us? What Sounds
1: you... like a good time to give away. Oh my God! Tickets? It ties in perfectly. Clippers tickets. It does. It ties in very nicely here. All right, we got tickets for uh, the game on Sunday, February the fourth. What are you thinking here? Oh man, that's a uh,
0: let's go, caller number three. We got to start I think knocking caller
1: number seven in honor of the streak.
0: Okay, caller seven. The streaks seven. end tonight, right? That's over tonight. It's done. Right. Sacramento Kings, the perfect recipe. Kings are not as bad as they used to be. They're really good, but they've kind of come back a little bit here.
1: 305-567-0560 will take caller number seven. You're going to the uh, Heat and Clippers game on Sunday afternoon. Pretty sweet there. Uh, We'll be back with more. after. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: All right, before we get back uh, to the program here, let's get you a stock market open sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge, Chrysler Jeep dot com. And uh, let's see here. Uh, the market futures are uh, down just a uh, down just a shade here. Dow up uh, thirty five points. The S and P down twenty six. Nasdaq is down one hundred and eighty nine. Uh, so uh, so there you go. There's your stock market report there, Joe.
0: Thank you, Woody. Man, you're Hope just all as
1: well on your front.
0: You're a well rounded cat, man. There's no doubt about. Try to it. be, Joe. A L- little bit of everything. Hey, um, want to thank uh, Giltsy for coming on talk a uh, little bit uh, about the Miami Heat. I mean. Mostly except for that selfies question about Golden State, which is just uh, just a mess, man. Signed all those guys and terrible. That's a terrible team.
1: It's interesting what he said about Draymond. I got to imagine there would not be much of a market for Draymond Green. He's not a very good player. I mean, that's obvious. And I know, like, he's their guy. It's but har- I can't see another team being like, we, we, we need Draymond Green.
0: It's harder to find all the good things that people talk about that he does. You're right. If you watch Golden State's basketball games – you know, the hustle plays and all that. It's harder to find those plays. I'll tell you what, I'd leave him open on every three-point shot he wants to take. And he keeps taking them, he's not very good. Not very good at making them. So, uh, yeah, and Clay Thompson's just never gotten his stroke back. He's just not the same guy. He's got moments, but it'll be uh, interesting to see what that team does and who uh, they're able to uh, to trade, if anybody. Because, man, that payroll is huge, huge in a big, big way. All right, so uh, anyway, besides all that stuff, we've uh, been talking a lot today um, about the matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers and uh, the Mahomes and Purdy matchup, which is pretty amazing that we're talking about. I love it now. So everybody said, all right, so Purdy's Purdy, this is Stephen A. special. So if Purdy plays well in the Super Bowl, then I'm um, – What's that mean? So what? The playoff games that he's won, they don't mean anything that he's won those games and was a big part of it. So now he's got to win a Super Bowl over Mahomes, and then you'll give him all the credit. And, like, such a joke. Everybody moving around on this.
1: You know, the problem is, like, when you look at it from a Miami standpoint, is people look at the 49ers situation and they think, Look, at our situation, they saw 49ers, they had Jimmy G, then they drafted Trey Lance, and they drafted uh, Brock Purdy. It's like they kept trying until they hit. And that's what Dolphin fans want. They want to keep trying until they they hit on a Super Bowl quarterback. The only thing I would say is, like, I don't think if Brock Purdy was a quarterback in the AFC, I don't think he would be leading a team to the Super Bowl. I think the NFC is clearly – it's just a different deal with the way teams are built and and with the quarterback play. The AFC – has the elite quarterbacks. They just do. And those are the teams. Like, the Dolphins are not shifting conference. We're not doing conference realignment in the NFL. So, to me, like, that's the issue is that you have to get through those quarterbacks in the AFC. You can't do what the 49ers are doing.
0: That's interesting.
1: But you notice that, though, right? They went from, you know, from Jimmy G. Then they got Trey Lance, who everyone thought was going to be really good. He wasn't. And said instead
0: and of the, it's a seventh-round quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, Last pick in Which the draft.
1: Which Dolphin fans want us to just keep taking shots until we we hit one which the odds of doing that are probably very slim.
0: Yeah, I don't think and that. And I don't
1: know how good Brock Purdy really is. I know that his team is really good that's around him. He's got great, you know, receivers, he's got a, the best running back in football. I'm guessing if you go by his amount of wins that he's had, he's pretty damn good. I know, but if you lined him up in the AFC and said go through Baltimore and go through KC, would he be able to do that? Go through Buffalo? That would be the interesting yeah, thing for me. I, I think the Chiefs are going to beat them. So. 49ers going to win a lot of those games, though. They got a really good team. They do have a good team, but I wonder how he would fare in games like that. I, and their playoff run has been very shaky, to say the least. Green I, Bay had him, and the, the Lions I just more love than had
0: him. How we break down the quarterbacks now. It's incredible. You could do a show every yeah. day on how everybody breaks down the quarterbacks. Well,
1: ESPN's doing one right now. I mean, everyone does. You are know, talking about where Kirk Cousins could play next season.
0: Well, well, Kirk Cousins right now, as of right now, is one of the top free agents in in the market.
1: Yes, he's he right is. up there. Yeah,
0: sure, ahead of Christian Wilkins and Chris Jones is right up there as well. The defensive tackle for Kansas City Chiefs. It's hard for me to imagine he's not going to be back with Kansas City. But
1: how good is that guy?
0: Chris Jones, really good. Man,
1: does he change the game? He really he got after Lamar. He's knocking passes down. He's incredible. Is, he's a a game wrecker. Yes, we call him right.
0: Really, really good player. You do those those list of of best players, and he comes up as one of the three best players on that team that he's on right now, along with Kelsey and Mahomes, who is the best player in the league. I don't care what any numbers have to tell me. After you watch these playoffs, and what he's done. You just put Mahomes right there at the top of everybody's list, starting with that throw he makes at the end of the game to finish it. To Scantling, just throws it out, get separation, still believing in him, makes a makes a nice catch, and that's the game, just like that. We uh we also have uh, tomorrow for you, by the way. We got a huge show. Jim Nagy is uh is uh, going to be joining us next week, but Charles Davis is is going to join us tomorrow from the Senior Bowl. We'll talk a little bit about uh about that as well as Dolphins do have a first and second round pick. One thing about the league, man, the league never sleeps, folks. Don't you ever worry about that because you gotta make decisions on your own guys and which guys you're gonna pay and which guys you're gonna let walk. And some guys are gonna you're gonna have to let walk. And and then and and by the way, everybody's going through this, not just the Miami Dolphins. And then you got the draft what do you going to do with your first and second round picks you got some other picks but later on in the draft but you need to hit desperately on those uh on those couple of first uh, that first and second round pick and then you got to figure out who you want to run your defensive uh, your defense who's going to be your defensive coordinator so there's uh, lots and lots of stuff to this league that has got it down between all their big dates they have in the offseason uh that just it never sleeps, man. It is always rolling. And uh and we'll see. And by the way, I think what do we still have two openings for jobs at head coach? Still two left, is that right? So we'll uh we'll see. See what happens. Seattle's one. Who am I missing? Seattle's one. The Atlanta theirs yet? Atlanta theirs. Oh, Washington. Yeah, there you go. Commanders haven't uh haven't done anything yet. And then I I I have to say this again, and Lamar Jackson's going to win the MVP. And and listen, the, winning the MVPs are important in the regular season. There he, you go.
1: Call it the regular season MVP. Well, he is. He's uh, not the MVP of the the whole season.
0: No, but they don't do that. There's not one league that does regular season and playoffs. There's just not. So Lamar is the MVP. And um. He's also going through one of the worst things you can ever go through. A number one seed at home for the AFC Championship game and lose. And I know because it happened to us too. And it's rough to go through, especially when you don't play well. It, it sticks with you for years and years. And Lamar will uh, will be thinking about that throw down the middle. that was intercepted with three guys around his tight end. He'll be thinking about that. For a long, long time. And he's not the only one. Zay Flowers is going to think about putting that ball out and fumbling for a touchback instead of a touchdown. It'll stick with him for a while too. But I will tell you one thing. Zay Flowers is a hell of a good player. A lot of teams love to have Zay Flowers. Because he is really, he's going to be a big, big time wide receiver. And one thing Lamar can't complain about this year. That he didn't have good wide receivers. That's a pretty damn good group that he played with this year that they put together four first round picks at their wide receiver position. That doesn't happen very often. They weren't all their number one picks, but from other teams as well and uh, so that was pretty special. We got the uh, heat tonight as well and uh, they're trying to stop this seven game losing streak uh, against the Sacramento Kings who will be in town and uh, and see if they can't figure this thing out. Spoe did come out and say, we're going to go with the same guys, Rozier, Hero, Bam, and Jimmy. We got to play with urgency. We got to play with passion, whatever, all the things they haven't been doing because their numbers haven't been very good so far uh, this season.
1: That thing ends tonight, right? Yes. And you're our Sacramento Kings insider, so.
0: I didn't say that. I'm saying it. I mean.
1: (laughs) You know more about the Kings than anyone in Miami. Let me tell you
0: something. So my dad. Gets the Kings games for free because mm-hmm. they're in the market, but he pays for the Golden State games because mm. they're not in that area.
1: Are there any Kings fans? Like who's? What are the Kings fans? Like where, where are they?
0: Well, they're of course they're Sacramento Kings fans, but
1: just not many. And they're what two hours from where the Warriors
0: play? Yeah, Sacramento to the Bay Area. That's it's kind two, of weird, man. Two hours, two and a half hours, whatever. Mm. Just on jump on the old freeway and shoot down there, but I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I didn't know if Sacramento would ever be this good. I've been wrong about that whole theory about a lot of these teams that small markets, players don't want to play there. I'm not saying the great ones do. Sacramento had a hell of a team last year. Oklahoma city's got a hell of a team right now. Minnesota's got a pretty damn good team. So all those teams that I just figured, you know, you, you weren't in a real attractive market for top guys. Playing pretty damn well. A
1: lot of good stories. You want some text here before uh, before we get to these? Well, yeah, what do you got? This guy says, uh, Hollywood, the Ravens drafted Lamar Jackson with Flacco on the roster. The Chiefs drafted Mahomes with Alex Smith on the roster. I want the Finns to have that dedication. I do think the Dolphins should draft a quarterback. Let him sit for a while. I mean, hopefully you can you can find something in case this Tua thing doesn't work out, but... I'm just saying it's probably a long shot. We, um we have not done well with second round quarterbacks through the years. By the way, the love thing almost ended up being a disaster for Green Bay. Rogers getting all huffy and, you know, storming out of there and all that. Remember, he was like, oh, I'm gonna retire and I'll play in New York. Well, guess what? We didn't know if love could play. I guess they feel pretty
0: good about that move. Yeah,
1: probably. Somebody knows what the hell they're doing in Green Bay,
0: drafting that guy and making them sit. That's the only crazy part is how long these guys sit.
1: Brock Purdy is this era's Brad Johnson. Wow. So no matter what happens with Purdy, I don't think Brock There's going to be great. a lot of people who don't think he's very good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. They're going to see his arm strength. They're going to, you know, watch him. He's he is by the way like you talk about game manager, he's probably the definition of a game manager. Not going to co- not going to cost you a game. Are not going to go out there and you know win you. So again. you're
0: holding it against them of the tight end, the two wide receivers, and the running back in the offensive. I line. I
1: still right. can't believe they beat the Lions. I bounces a ball off the face of the DB. Lands, lands and in Ayuk's lap, then of course gets yeah, the play was the next, lucky the next drive. Yeah. Boy, did that thing just snowball?
0: You got to hold on to the ball.
1: That momentum thing is real, huh?
0: Well, it is when you're not used to winning for sure. Hey, uh, we've got a lot more. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for learn how to win big games. 49ers know how to do it. Lions still trying to figure out, including their head coach. All right, got to go to break here. Uh, we're going to have a lot more stuff to get to. Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network will join us next.
2: Listen to WQAM for Cat Talk. A look at the Panthers, sponsored by Celsius. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. The Panthers play here.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including
2: right here in yours.